Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You are listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous with your host, Lauren Conlon. Hey guys, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon, and welcome to week four of quarantine. Um, I've been in isolation for a little over 30 days. I don't know about you guys. Um, it obviously sucks, but I'm trying really, really hard to just focus on the positive. And my virtual guest this week really, really helped me with that. Um, I had the chance to Zoom with the gorgeous and multi-talented Carly Hughes of the ABC comedy American Housewife. So Carly is just so badass. She's a triple threat. She can sing. She can dance. She can act. And on the show, American Housewife, she plays this tough lawyer named Angela that's going through a divorce. And she is just so clearly a fan favorite. And if you don't watch the show, you should and you will see what I mean. So it's about this Westport, Connecticut housewife struggling to fit in. Um, and the lead in the show is Katie Mixon. And um, she is also so funny. I don't know if you guys watch Katie Mixon on Eastbound and Down, but I was a huge fan. But new episodes air on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. on ABC. And if you need to catch up on the show, you can stream the whole thing on Hulu. It's hilarious and just such a great watch, especially if you're watching like a drama or a very heavy show like Ozark or something. It's always good to watch a funny show, you know, right after that before you go to bed. Um, I know I do that. I don't know if you guys do that too, but definitely American Housewife is the one to watch. So let me play my interview with Carly for you guys. Um, I hope you enjoy her as much as I did. I guess you you just seem like such a, an inspiring and positive person. I mean, you really, you. What, what advice can you give people during this whole quarantine oh. and this whole isolation? Because people are so People are struggling and mm-hmm. I, um, thank you for, for saying that I, yeah. I am literally going day by day, which mm-hmm. is, I think the most important thing for anyone. Um, when you start looking for an end game, um, that's when you get in trouble because there isn't one right now. I mean, they keep giving us these arbitrary dates, but that's what they are. They're arbitrary to like make right. sure we're still staying safe while not trying to scare us. And in my opinion, personally, I'm like, tell us June 30th, if it resolves sooner, and it's like, oh, Christmas came early, but the the static um, date changes, I think, make it worse for for everyone. So, mm-hmm. I um, my advice is to take it day by day, do one thing for yourself every day, and sometimes that one thing is being still and watching your favorite movie. But mm-hmm. I have said from the beginning, the worst thing you can do right now and in moments like this um, is to put all the pressure on yourself to become the next Lin-Manuel Miranda and become the next Mozart and become, you know, the new Bobby Flay. That is too much pressure and it's unnecessary. So if today you feel like doing something amazing and creative, do it. If tomorrow you wake up and that, and that is gone, live in that because, because trying to force yourself to feel things is a mistake and, and 
trying to sit within yourself and realize what you're feeling in the moment is better because one, we don't do that as, as a human race on this planet enough because our day to day is a go, 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 go. And this is literally forcing us all to sit down and, and, and shut down a little bit. And so I'm like, do, do the things that bring you joy right now. Somebody else may find joy in creating a whole new social media platform. I know personally that does not bring me joy. It gives me anxiety. So this is not what I'm going to do right now. (laughs) And I started for me cooking uh, and doing more of it because I did that normally. I cook all the time, one. And so I would occasionally like on Thanksgiving, I put up my whole Thanksgiving meal and how to, and on when I have a, you know, a huge meal to cook, I would do that. But doing it regularly now is just for me because it brings me joy. So I didn't start it going, huh, I hope a lot of people cook with Carly. I started it as a gag with like the jingle that I made up probably tipsy off a of wine and cooking. And then I was like, I actually like doing this and it's fun because I have to eat. So it's become something that brings me joy. For people that are listening, you were referring to your, I I saw your hashtag cooking with Carly. It's very cool. I mean, because you make, you were making things and using things in your fridge that we already have, which is so, yeah. I mean, like I said, like store runs right now are very limited, I guess. They're very limited. Yeah. So yeah. And I I was like, I really want to use what I have and stretch what I have. And now, I mean, I'm a little bit better now than two weeks ago because I, I have like a group of three friends that when they're going to the store, they'll grab stuff for me. And then I've tried a delivery twice. Once was a fail because the time slots are all over the place, but I did a target delivery for the oh, first time yeah. and they delivered stuff that I cleaned promptly before it came into the house. Yeah. I need um, to do that. I haven't been doing that. I got to do that. You have to do it. Yeah. You, I, I like everything right. stays on my porch and I have my wipes next to the door and gloves. And so I just wipe it all down okay, and then bring it in. And then if it's produce, I throw it in the sink. Um, but I'm trying, I try to use what I have and like, if I have it and you don't, it's chances are, it's something that you can get on your next door run. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it's not, it's not, it it all seems gourmet because it kind of stems, you know, that direction. Cause I like to feel fancy, but I like to live on a, um, a non-fancy budget and that's me regularly, like all the time. (laughs) So uh, no, that's, I, it's so great. And I think people are really enjoying it just from the feedback that I see online and everything. Um, yeah, of course. And, and you mentioned, um, that you lost some jobs because of this. So I know I read that you were about to start opposite James Vanderbeek and then like, uh, I know that's amazing. So is that, I mean, I was looking, oh God, I was looking so forward to it. Like, first of all, Bye Bye Birdie has never been a show that I was like, I love this show. So when it came about, I was like, but like, that's a great role. So let's, Listen, I didn't know at the time. I was like, but it's Bye Bye Birdie. And then I did some research and I was like, oh, she's fierce. And then like, this was before they had the rest of the casting for me. So I was like, oh yeah, she's cool. And then they announced it, James and Harvey Firestein. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, did I say Harvey Weinstein, by the way, when I said, I'm just like, Looking back on what I said, I hope I said Harvey Firestein. Harvey, Harvey Firestein. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I'm I don't know. Trying to say everyone. <laughs> I, I probably said it. Who knows? No, no, that's no, no. not what we mean. No, that's not what I meant. We mean Harvey Firestein. Harvey Firestein. Uh, that's so funny. I think because somebody said that the other day to me when they were talking about it, and I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like there's there's scenes, but yeah, but no, you were gonna play Rosie at the Kennedy Center. Um, yeah, Harvey Birdie, and then that is postponed or just totally canceled. What? I mean. Let's get serious. They say postponed because they're kind and gracious, but realistically, uh, and and I've talked to uh, some of the Kennedy Center people, and they do they do 
you know, it's, it's their intention to postpone is what they yeah. said, but I'm just, I'm just being realistic in the fact that Broadway 2019, 2020 season is shut down. Mm-hmm. So for the Kennedy center, yeah. when all of this is lifted and they are able to go back with their numbers and get people who want to sit next to each other, we got to think what theater is going to want to backtrack five plus shows to catch what they missed um, what theater can one, two for something like this, it's a short run. It's kind of like city center encores. Mm-hmm. So you got your, your names and your people, you know, like us because we were available at that time. So, right. it's, uh, and, and they did mention this to me too. They were like, you know, it's such a great cast. We'd love to keep doing it. It's just now about scheduling. So it can go two ways. Everybody will be scrambling to get work and we'll be busy or we'll be like, yeah, we're free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't know. That's the tough part. Yeah, or maybe they'll add it to next season. So there's still, I mean, I feel like that's a better um, thing to look forward to. But, yeah. um, you know, I'm remaining optimistic you are, you really are, which is, which is so nice. Cause I know, I mean, I, I follow a lot of people um, that are on Broadway and I, and I see their journey and everybody's just complaining about the unemployment thing and how, what a pain that is. Everyone's just so stressed about it. And especially yeah. like you said, with these dates, everyone's like, okay, it's going to be June 7th. No, it's not going to be June. It's going to be July. And no, it's not going to be. So yeah, it's, it's not going to be. And, and luckily, like a lot of my friends in New York, they're like, it's not going to be June 7th. Because it also doesn't make sense. No, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Unless you're going in in the middle of the night and sanitize, like deep clean sanitizing professionally all of those theaters yeah. so that you have at least that to fall back on and be like, well, we've cleaned, we've professionally sanitized. You still got to do that. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. It's it's a lot, um, but you are yeah you you remain realistic, which is which is so nice. Um, but let and I think that helps. You oh know? yeah, no, totally. Um, it, it yeah. definitely helps. I think that like <laughs> something again that has helped me is just accepting and coming to terms with everything because I yeah not accept it for for a, a little bit. Um, yeah. But so I recently got turned on to American Housewife and <laughs> yes. And because like, you know, we need shows to watch during quarantine and my, I know my parents' neighbor found out that I was interviewing you and she was like, she's my favorite on the show. I love that. Oh my God. Yeah, she's the best. So let's, let's talk about this. Tell your neighbor, I, your parents' neighbor, I said, hello. And thanks for watching. I will. She'll, I'm going to send her this video. She'll be so excited. Um, (laughs) what's your name? Jen. Hi, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna love it but it's such a fun show I mean Katie Mixon you and Allie Wong you guys are the best trio just we are a goofball we're just one collective goofball all of us yeah like we get along in real life um which sounds stupid to say but like some people don't (laughs) we get along in real life and we genuinely crack each other up like between takes they're like okay guys yeah they're like um, focus. so we, we get to carry that energy over without having to put on airs you know what I mean it's, yeah it's good so that's so great because I was just thinking I bet they have so much fun behind the scenes and yeah. I'm really sad if you told me that you guys were like no we're pretty serious we, 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 I know we're like we don't get along and we never talk yeah. that would suck <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And I want to add for people that um, the show is streaming on Hulu if you need to catch up on. Yeah. And then new. It's on that Hulu. Yeah, it's great. Um, but do you have any fun, like, behind the scenes moments that you can share with us about just the show in general or filming it? There, I mean, not to put you on the spot, but yeah. <laughs> a lot of the, a lot of the behind the scenes moments that, that kind of 
ring in my mind are the ones where like, it, well, Allie and I like to do these like 90s R&B, like hip hop moments in the makeup trailer. <laughs> yeah. Where yeah, we'll be great. like, do you remember this song? Or it comes on the radio and then like we either recreate it on yeah. our, on our yeah. stories. Or like <laughs> two seasons ago, we were singing, we were like on an Anita Baker kick. And so we would sing Anita Baker songs while we were working out outside of our trailer. Uh, I, I posted, I po both of us posted some of those videos. So you just have to scroll back. And like in one of the videos, we were like, getting into it and I fall yeah. over the stairs on oh, my on my trailer and then we both just can't stop laughing and, that's so and then funny. The, one of the ones she posted recently um we were like voguing bow bow yeah. get, get 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 bow and she was like I don't know how to do it so it was like I taught her like some some basics that only Allie can execute the way Allie does and yeah. she posts the video of me in the background going bow get 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 bow <laughs> and you're obviously an amazing dance instructor, I'm sure. So <laughs> I cry, but this was this was a magical moment. <laughs> but yeah, no, so it's those moments. Mostly, most of mine deal with Allie because we're always together and we right. we crack each other up. And so yeah, it's that. Or like when she flubs a line on set, mm. which doesn't happen often, but when it does, and she's like, huh. Yeah. Oh my God. That means, okay, we're about to all get the giggles. <laughs> so I want to ask you about season one, you and Katie Mixon and your makeout scene. How many takes of that did you guys do? That was awesome. That was so awesome. First of all, I can't. <laughs> I can't. So like, I've known okay. Katie since college, like my last year of college, because oh. she went to CMU with a bunch of my uh, best friends. Okay. And so I originally met her then. And so, and then I, over, after we all graduated, I saw her a few times out in LA and like maybe once in New York. And so we kind of kept in touch, but lost touch, but I've known like Katie that long and she's, you know, like family because of, because of that connection. Right. So when they were like, and you guys make out in the scene, we were like, what? <laughs> it's one thing to be like, you have to make out in this scene um, with a girl for the first time on national television. I was like, okay, and it's with your friend. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. And it's like not like a kiss. It's like a legit like make. It's a it's this whole thing. Like we had yeah. Katie and I were like, okay, look, because my thing is not that I have to make out with a, a girl on TV. Who cares? Yeah, it's that I have to make out with a girl on TV and try not to giggle because it's my friend. <laughs> and so we were like just look right here in the center of my forehead. Don't look me in the eyes. Right. I will start cracking up. I will start cracking up. I don't care who you are. If you're looking at me in the eyes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start cracking up. Yeah. And so we both were like, forehead, forehead, forehead. And then like they were, the crew was like cracking up because we, the jump on the, where I jump on her, like yeah. she and I came up with that. We were just like, all right, let's just be goofy. And then like, they're like, okay, keep going. Don't cut. There was one take where we were like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it was hilarious. I we love so much fun. This. I love hearing this just because I was wondering, I'm like, how, you know, how do you get through that? And how many takes do you do? It's like your friends and it's just like so funny. We're like, you need to do as minimal takes as possible because yeah. kissing yeah. your friend is not like kissing a fellow actor colleague where you're just like, hey girl, let's do this. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, exactly. And so how does, I mean, I don't, I'm not actually sure. How does it compare filming this show with Insatiable? Because I also love that show. Oh um, my God, I love I mean, Insatiable. You're, you're so 
they're good on that too. You're and you're so thank you on camera. You're like oh so, bless you. you no, but I'm, you as do. I'm like Ugh. no, stop. Your skin is perfect, and I can tell you have no makeup on, which is kind of annoying. Um, I have no makeup on, and yeah. I'm obsessed with skincare. We'll get into that. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, and it's like annoying me because I'm like I can tell you. <laughs> you're stupid. I texted with Kevin, and I was like, are we doing video? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, that's my deciding factor on makeup. So that's you know. I know, and I was I was the opposite. I was like, are we doing video? Okay, I still am not pointing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us can't really do that, um, but yes, yes. we choose we choose not to to scare the other person. Um, oh lord! But I, yeah. I mean, look, I love Insatiable. That that will always hold a, a special place in my heart because yeah. there there were two different things. So um, American Housewives is a half an hour sitcom, right? Which quantifies as what twenty six minutes worth. Minutes. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, because of the commercials and stuff. So for me, you know, coming from doing eight shows a week I'm like oh okay piece of cake whatever yeah and um insatiable is an hour long mm -hmm. dramedy I don't know what they it what is they class yeah. It. yeah dramedy right yeah, yeah. Dramedy. so um it, it was it was um there was more to dive into with insatiable mm -hmm. you we, we had an hour we had more characters definitely because you know American Housewife there's four adults Right. Me, Katie, Allie, and Deja Greeter. Right. And we're not all, it's only me, Katie, and Allie in the same scenes all the time. So um, it was nice to get to work with like a talented bunch. Like, you know, Alyssa Milano's character wants to be my character. And I was like, I want to see what who's the mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was nice to, to dive into a little, a different side, you know, because mm -hmm. uh, NMA is a little like, you know, she's a little, she's sassy, but she's a little like, there's stuff going on underneath that yes. you're like, what? Uh, and then she like leaves her family her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you do you wonder about her from the beginning i will say um so yeah is there gonna be a season three for that or is that no right uh, before the holiday they got what's in my eyeball <laughs> right before the holiday they got canceled oh no i, love I know show. i know but you know what it's tricky and uh, instagram netflix is trickier Mm -hmm. um, almost a little trickier than network television because, I mean, while there's no algorithm for network television anymore, you know, mm -hmm. we don't ever find out until right before upfronts. But with Netflix, it, the turnover is like a blink of an eye and the instant gratification factor of people being able to stream and binge yeah. means yeah. that more than likely by the end of a season two for anyone, you're done with it because you've you, you don't have to wait per week and there's no anticipation. So right. you've just watched, you right. know, 20, depending on 20 to, if, if the season has 10 or 13, 20 to 26 episodes in a row back to back. And you're like, eh, something else has come out already. Yeah, so it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like squirrel. So with, um, yeah. with that content, it's often easy for Netflix to go, okay, you've had two seasons. Great. Even with cliffhangers and depending on whatever, because they have a ton of other shows coming in mm -hmm. that are going to get streamed just as much, maybe more, you never know. So right, right. it's a trickier thing because you have to have not necessarily gimmicks for Netflix, but you have to have that something that's going to take you past season one and yeah. season two because there's so much go happening. Right. And I was so glad there was a season two because I actually started the show later and I was like, this is so good. Oh, there's a season two. Perfect. And there's another, I know I can watch yeah. more. That's where yeah, I am now with exactly. most shows. I'm like, oh, there's more seasons? Nice. It was, it was just such a far-fetched random show that I was like, this is so, this is so funny because it's like, you know, you don't see any shows like that. You know? I know. It's it I know. very random. But let's talk about Broadway for a second. Um, yep. You, you know, you have eight Broadway shows under your belt and you were the leading player in Pippin. You were Velma in Chicago. I mean, these are 
yeah. really, really taxing roles on your body. Yeah. I cannot even imagine eight shows a week. I, I dabbled in theater a little bit, but I was always that person that would be so it's insane. Out. I would get sick. So what, I guess, and this kind of ties into the skincare as well as everything. Like what, what do you do? What's the secret to just sort of nurturing your voice and your body and your mind, but also like a balance with having a life, if that makes it's, sense. Um, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I kind of, I, I kind of like didn't have a, a quote unquote life. I realized until I got to LA where like, which, which is also like a whole nother story. It, it drives me insane. The amount of yeah. downtime there yeah. is out here because I'm used to, I'm a New Yorker and I'm used right. to the go, go, go. But, um, doing eight shows a week takes an incredible amount of discipline and responsibility for yourself, not for anyone else. And I think that that is the hardest thing for some people to, to do and to figure out how to do because, uh, taking, taking care of, of someone else is easy. Taking care of yourself people tend to go, wait, what is it? One, what does that mean? And two, well, I'm, yeah, I'm doing that, but you have to doing eight shows a week and sing and singing that rigorously and dancing that rigorously requires a whole different mindset. And so like, for example, I was doing beautiful singing. Will you still love me tomorrow? Eight times a week. I can sing that song in my sleep with a cold and have a high fever piece of cake for me, but like leaving (laughs) that show and, and doing Pippin, of which I did double duty for two weeks, was a whole different mindset because I had to wake up, and I'm not a morning person. Literally, my shirt says, I don't do mornings. So funny. And this is not even planned. But yeah, like, that's great. for Pippin, I had to get, I, and my adrenaline too during that whole process, I was waking up at like seven or eight, which if you know me, you know I'm not awake then. And going, warming up, I was taking a, a strict thing of vitamins of magnesium for my muscles and vitamin B and C and what else was it? There, it'll come to me, but I had vitamins that I took every day, which I wasn't taking religiously yeah. during beautiful. And I would make sure um, with the show, particularly once we got into up and running, mm-hmm. I couldn't eat. Like again, at beautiful, I would be like, I'm going to have this lobster roll. Yeah, yeah. Between shows, because I'm obsessed with I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And then I got to Pip and I was like, I cannot eat and one until after the show. I definitely can't eat before I can have a Greek yogurt or because that show for people that don't know involved I was on stage ninety-five percent of that entire show dancing and singing the entire time while doing trapeze. The one time I tried to be like, I don't care, I'm hungry. Yeah, I was upside down on the trapeze with half a tur- uh, half a oh. lobster roll in my throat, and then I burped the whole rest of the show and was so uncomfortable. And I was like, "Oh, this is why." And so, oh my, it God. wasn't that I couldn't eat food; it was that I couldn't eat what the things I used to, and yeah. I couldn't eat at specific times because there needed to be a certain hour, a certain amount of hours before I started trapeze and the show. And yeah. immediately when I came down, then I could. Um, there's like, there was no, and this is probably wasn't an option for you. Like if the cast was like, Hey, do you want to go for a drink after? No option. Like, no, I, yeah. And that's the other thing. So in terms of alcohol, and we all know, I love my wine. I literally just ordered myself a 12 nights of wine box. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I couldn't drink. And that was my first time ever. Like, um, because part of part of Broadway and coming down at at ten thirty and getting home at eleven thirty is you have a glass of wine just to like settle. Yeah, um, that was the first time I didn't drink the entire my entire run of Pippin um, because one I was terrified of what it would do for my voice. That 
that I had just gotten to this level from coming out of the basement with Will You Still Love Me and Beautiful and just singing in a different range and a different character style. Um, And the amount of work and how tired I was, I I personally was scared to have any kind of alcohol and try to maneuver the effects, the side effects and consequences of, of alcohol, which dries you out, sometimes makes you um, stuffy it, or what it would do to my stomach because my eating pattern was... Too. Exactly. Yeah. So I didn't drink the entire run of that show. And also when people were going out, I love my cast, and I, but I, I never went out wow. with them because I couldn't afford to uh, mentally, physically, and vocally. So um, my, my dressing room I made an open door policy I always, if you know me, they know me on Broadway. My, I, well, cause I, I, I can't start a show and have the first time I'm seeing you as my cast members be on stage. I, I hate that Yeah. because we're doing it all together. So I always have bowls of candy in my room and every show I'm in carried over to Chicago was in beautiful all the time. And so the, the acrobats and the dancers and everything would always stop in my room. It was the last dressing room on the way to the stage and it was open door. It was like, come in because I need to see you. And I would also go down to the stage earlier and touch everyone because I couldn't go out and hang. And, uh, and that was a first for me. And that, I mean, does that make you look back and say, you know, I, I do it again, a role like that, of course. Um, but does it also kind of make you just like a little bit, I don't know if sad is the right word, but just sort of like, you know, I didn't get to have that experience that I got to have and, and and bond with my, you know, my cat Um, sort of have the fun that, that I would I mean, not really. You'd think that it would, but I'm like, first of all, even outside of playing, you know, a, a huge role like that, doing a huge role like that, I'm not a huge, like, party person. Yeah. Like, I'd much yeah. prefer a wine bar and, like, where we can hear each other. So it, that's that's one thing I had going for me because people knew that. But it, it, it just makes me look back mm-hmm. all the time on that show and that experience where I'm like, I've never worked harder in my life. I did things yeah. I didn't even know I was capable of. And I just feel proud. And I, and I also, I'm like, now I'm spoiled. Cause I'm like, I kind of do. And I kind of don't want to do another role like that. If it's not going to be that, that hard, because that, that, that's when I know I have an occasion to rise to and that I can. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it also made me look back on a lot of other things and go, damn, I wasn't doing nowhere near what I was capable of. Yeah. But you don't know that until you get into situations like that, you know? Yeah. And then I got to Chicago. By the time I got to Chicago, I was like, oh, I could do this in my sleep. I could do, yeah. literally after Pippin, I was like, I can do anything. They were like, okay, this is, a cartwheel split. this is a cartwheel split and you're doing the hot honey rag for 10 minutes at the end. I was like, great. Okay. Yeah. You can uh, do anything. I mean, I, I saw Pippin. I saw, um, I, I saw the opening. So I saw Patina Miller, Patina. but yeah, but I, I mean, that was like insane. So basically you can do anything after you put a leading player in the revival of Pippin. A hundred percent. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I left that show and I was like, I'm Wonder Woman. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good to know. Do you want me to do what eight times a week now? Sure. Yeah. By the time I got to Chicago, I even allowed myself to have like a drink during the week once. And I, I felt like a bad kid. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. But then by the time I got to Chicago, I had a glass of wine. I was like, boo. Did it affect you? I'm going to bed. In Chicago? <laughs> did it like, like you were fine, right? No, like- I was fine because again, yeah. Velma Kelly sits differently you know, she's a, she's a brassy one. So she mm-hmm. naturally sits in the, in the pocket for me, but that, that not to say that I was like, now I can drink. I had that one drink one and was wasted from <laughs> one glass of wine. Cause I hadn't drank right. in like eight months. Right, um, right. But then I was also like, your taste buds changed. So I was like, I don't want it. 
yeah, I'm still the carryover from Pippin, that mentality and that discipline. I was still kind of like, yeah, no, I don't, I mean, I'm fine, but like, what if I'm not fine next time? I was just in my head. Yeah, you know I mean? no, of course. So you mentioned before that, you know, you miss NYC. Um, and I, I, I miss it too right now. Like I'm in New Hampshire. I know. I wanted, I wanted to say that. So I, um, did like a preview post on the, my site about that I was interviewing you. And <gasps> one of my Pilates teachers from Shays was like, Oh my gosh, Carly, he's used to always go to Chase. She loves it. I was like, Oh my God. I'm obsessed with Chase. Me too. Wait, who was it? Oh, it was uh, Kat. You remember Kat? Well, her name was Kat Scanlon. Now it's Kat Sargent. Yeah. 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 So she was one of my favorites. Yeah. She, her, I have, a, I have a, like a list of five faves. Yeah. Um, that I used to go all the time because you said that she I went all the time working out. I hate, but I found like when I, between, um, book of Mormon and beautiful, I was like, mama's got to do something. Cause I was not, yeah. I had, I didn't have to work out cause I was dancing eight times right. a week in shows. Right. Well, there's no dancing in book of Mormon and there was no dancing in beautiful. It was just like, doobie, shooby, doo wop. Yeah. And so yeah. I had to find something and I like did research and I don't, I don't know what I Googled, but I found Shays and I was like, all right, I'm going to try this. And the first, I made myself do a week and I was like, this is hard, but I actually like it. So and I would go, I would go, um, before every show during the week yeah. and sometimes between, uh, shows on a two show day because it wow. was, it was great. But I would go before the matinee on Wednesdays cause they had a, the, the, uh, what is it called? The speed class. It wasn't an hour, right. but it was like, yeah. Did, yeah, you, express class. Sagey? Did you ever do Sagey's class? Or... Sagey, I yeah. love Sagey. He's hard. <laughs> I did Sagey, Rachel, yeah, Kat, um, Sandy, uh, Maria, yeah, Chrissia. I don't know. I can name people one. that aren't. There's a couple, two people that aren't there anymore that I always took. Maria, um, she's. I think she had kids and she left or something. But, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, but I was there. I was there. I was there so much that by the time I got to Chicago, uh, Rachel, who you know, the yeah. owner creator, was like. Yeah do you want to do like a, a special class with like some of your theater people? I was like, yes. And like, I had like nine of my friends come and they were like, what? And, so and we did cool. it. And now when I go back to New York, I, um, I try to get in when I can, because I yeah. love that. I love that. It's so good. No, Kat was like, you probably took class with her because you were both there at that time, like all the time. It was like 2011, 2012. I, I was going there all the time. My old office. That's when I started. Place. I was yeah. going there all the time. So now I actually go to, um, Rachel, her mom has a studio on, she does? Yeah. Well, it's on 81st Street. It's the same thing, but it's just oh. smaller. There's like six people in the class, but it's two blocks from where I live. So I go there all the time. Like, Oh, that's yeah. amazing. I love yeah. her too. I love yeah. all of them. They're so, so wonderful. Um, but I had to say that because Kat's like, tell her. She'll be like, oh my God, she'll be so pumped. Tell her I said hi. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what beautiful. I've been doing in, uh, in my solo quarantine quarters. <laughs> I've done a lot of working out. I mean, that that's one thing I've tried to not change because I, I do here in LA, I work out every day here, but I, um, again, I don't like working out. I yeah. just do it because I have to. Your body would say um, otherwise. Um, okay. But yeah. That's, well, you know why I work out religiously is because I like food. Yeah. And I cannot do cooking with Carly and not work out and drink right. wine and drink all the things. This, I know enough to know that's not cute. So <laughs> my motivation in working out every day is that I can still one have a, a routine, but mm -hmm. I can still eat what I want. Right. That's why I do it. And so the place that I go to here, um, plate fit, they're still doing a lot of people have started online stuff, which again, I'm not tech savvy, 
but they do the yeah. Instagram live and it's up for 24 hours. Yeah. And I can mirror that to my TV and I still do that. Um, and I did one of Rachel's like quick, quick classes too at, at Shay's. Yeah. That's so funny. I saw that. I was going to sign up, but they took it off. I think something was wrong, but, um, yeah, I, I, that's why I'm like, just do it on Instagram. Cause then I can follow it. Yeah, no, that's so, so funny. Maybe the next time we'll do a zoom and I'll see you on there with Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> But so what, what are you, what are you binge watching? Like, have you seen Tiger King? Like what's going on in your, in your, um, oh my God. I need to get better at this because every time somebody <laughs> asks me, I watch so much of TV that it all runs together and I forget. Okay. Um, I just watched, um, I'm on a, I, I'm on a movie, a eight, late eighties, early nineties movie kick. So I watched Return to Oz, Willow, Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, oh my gosh. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Are these all streaming somewhere, or where are these? All on um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Willow, and, and Return to Oz are on Disney+. Plus. Oh. Okay. And then um, Driving Miss Daisy's Netflix, and it leaves at the yeah. end of the month. And Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead is on iTunes. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, that's the one I want to see. I love Christina Applegate in that. I've I know. So I just long, bought but, it. I was yeah. like, I'm just going to buy it. Right on yeah. top of that, Rose. Um, I yeah. just finished two seasons in a row, two, I think, of um, my girl Abigail Spencer's show on Hulu called Reprisal. They didn't do any kind of press around it. I, I mean, she, I knew from her, but like, it hasn't been anywhere. It's a Hulu original. It was okay. really good. Oh, um, Reprisal. Okay. I'll look that mm -hmm. up. Interesting. What else did I, I watched something else. Gosh. And you're not into like Ozark or anything like that. Every, I keep trying to get into Ozark and everyone keeps telling me and I'm like, uh, I know. I'm on episode <laughs> six and I can't get into it. I think it's because it's so much like Narcos and Bloodline ish. So like, it's not that it's bad. It's just that it's not holding my attention right Narcos now. I didn't hold mine either. I, I think I watched like two seasons and I stopped or one season. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I'm totally it's the same. <laughs> I'm like, but it's Ozark fine. is actually is actually worth it. I, I wouldn't even say that because I know exactly. That's what everyone's so saying. Slow. But like I'm on episode six or seven. When is it gonna like get me? Yeah, no, that's true. I actually season one's too far back for me. Um, so I can't even I can't even really remember. remember. I know I'm in season one. I don't know. People are like, just stick with it, and I'm like, uh -huh. yeah, no, um, I, I know. Watched, what, hear that. What did I watch on Netflix? I watched. Um, I'm, I'm, not okay with this. As I was called, the cover is like this girl who played Nancy Drew in the Nancy Drew movie. She's okay. like covered in blood, and her face is like. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I was like terrifying. Can't wait to watch it. Um, I watched all of that in like a day. I think their episodes are shorter. So was it I watched serious? that one? Is it like true crime? Because I love that. No. Oh. It's like hmm. a a I don't know what the genre is, but it's good. Interesting. Okay. I watched Lock Lock, lock and key, lock the lock key on Netflix. It's kind of like Harry Potter ish type ish with I'm magic not, things. Yeah, I don't like that. You're like no, yeah, no, no, not <laughs> no I'm not really. Not. Um, there's yeah. tons of other ones I've watched. I just oh, I watched all of High Fidelity, hmm. um, on Hulu. Okay. What else have I? You're I can't. I can't. In. I'm getting in too. I've got a lot. I've got a whole long list that I. Yeah. So I can't. It, the, I, it's so long that like they all run together. I'm like, uh, what no, else am I, I on? 
Trust me, trust me, I still get it. Um, but just sort of like wrapping things up a bit. I know that again, we're in quarantine and things are sort of just out of our hands, but what do we have to look forward to with Carly and just like you and your life and you know. Oh my God. Yeah. I love you so much. <laughs> um, I don't know, I, I'm just trying to, like I said, I'm staying positive during this whole time. I have two mm -hmm. friends that are in critical, critical condition um, today. And so I'm trying to, uh, they're both at Cedars, ironically, um, oh, fighting, fighting for their lives right now. So I'm just trying to stay positive and put uh, that energy out um, yeah. while, while retaining my real, re realism. So there are days where I break down uh, and cry for them. And then, and then for the most part, I just re remember to wake up grateful. Um, grateful for the things that I have and that we, you know, we could be like all the other countries where, where they are on a hundred percent lockdown, which personally I think we need to be for at least two weeks, but, yeah. um, we're still able to go to the store when we need to. You have all the access on via internet and cable. We still get things delivered. You can still go and mail this. So like we're on a lockdown, but it's like, not really. Not lockdown. that bad. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, everyone takes it differently but for me in my opinion I'm like this is not the end of the world it's it, we, you, we need this right now right. um so during this process I'm gonna keep cooking doing cooking with Carly love it and uh, that has become um really fun for me I do it at least once a week one big meal and I try to then show um how to do the leftovers if if need be um and I think by the end of this what I've what I've the conclusion I've come to is that I think I'm gonna do a cookbook I've always wanted to and I've never had the the, you know, like chutzpah to do it. But I'm like, I ha I'll have at least 30 recipes at least because I do one a week. Yeah. And so I'm like, things I learned during quarantine, that sounds like a, a good Carly, book. Carly, so awesome. right? Yeah. And then I can add to it. So of course awesome. I can add to it then of like the ingredients you're, you'll be able to get after the pandemic is over. Um, and also while listing and in substitute ingredients for, you know, I think in two weeks, I'm going to do a tuna one because everyone has cans of tuna, so but a lot of people don't know what to do with it outside of making a tuna salad or a tuna melt. Right. Um, so I'm going to do a, a cute Mediterranean pasta with that. But I think, I you know, that's, that's what, so that's what I want to do a cookbook. I wanted to, you know, and, and because I, I get asked for these recipes all the time now, um, which is also new because they're not written down. I make all of these up from my head. Right. Well, it's um, not so I'm like, passionate about it. So that's what's so so amazing and so important. I think is that you're yeah. you're sitting here in quarantine. You're not trying to be somebody and try. You know, you're not no. trying to do that. You're just saying, you know, what? I really like to do this and I want to share this with people. And then you yeah, find a passion. So I know it's so cool. fun. There's and there. Don't get me wrong. There are days. There's been at least two that I can remember where I was like, guys, tonight cooking with Carly. And then like two hours later, I'm like, it's not happening. I'm tired. So um, please follow along so tomorrow because mom's going to have wine and sit on the couch tonight. Like yep. I'm not, it's, I don't put the, again, I'm not putting that pressure on myself. I know I want to do it. Yeah. As long as I get it done, that's, that's the whole battle. Maybe. If it's not done, when I say I'll get on online and be like, hey, don't judge me. It's not happening. Yep. And that's okay, because I think everybody gets that right now. Everybody's like, you know, whatever. It is what it exactly. is. Exactly. And I'm, I'm trying to, like, not dwell on, uh, like, the jobs that I lost and things like that. Like, I was going to, while in New York rehearsing for all those other things, yeah. I was also going to work on my Christmas album, because I've been wanting to do that for years. Yeah. And I was going to be in New York for a month, and all my musicians and stuff were there. I'm, I'm in L.A. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be sad about it. 
even though yeah. Christmas is my favorite, but yeah. um, I fall into something else. And so that's going to be, that's bringing me just as much joy, you know, the cooking. And so I'm, I'm trying to just look at things, the bright side of things. Yeah. And I think that with the attitude that you have, and I, I think that, you know, we'll come out of this and, and things will turn around. I think Especially yeah. if you're not expecting them to, you're not sitting there, you know, because I, 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 I don't know. I can't imagine you, you know, you've got all these things lined up and you're looking forward to it. And then all of a sudden this insane pandemic happens and, and just watching the news and watching the death toll rise. And it's just, yeah, like, what the hell is going on. Um, mm-hmm. but, but you, yeah, you've, you've really helped me personally. And, and I think oh, thank you your, so much. Yeah. All your followers as well. You're, you're so inspirational. So thank you so much. Yeah. For the time. Thank you. So, yeah, it's nice to me. hear that. And I, I, there are, um, um, fans and followers and, and, you know, that have sent really nice messages too. Yeah. Um, Oh God. I'm, I know. That, I know. I didn't know. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, it, it's very kind of them to share their moments because there are a couple of times I get messages that are like this long and I'm reading them one. Cause I have time now and <laughs> just to hear someone say, thank you for sharing this moment or brightening this moment. It, it means a lot yeah. because I'm not going into it with, you know, Susie Sunshine thinking I'm going to brighten someone's day. I'm just literally doing, doing what makes me happy. <laughs> right, right. But you just, that's just you as a person. So, so that, that Carly is so great, right? Um, if you guys don't follow her on Instagram, you definitely should at Carly Hughes and watch her weekly on American Housewife Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Okay, guys, that's all for today. Thanks for listening and I will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous. Until next time. Until next time.